quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you've joined me. Today, I'm alone again, and I'm talking all about grades and homework. And these two things seem to be a difficult moments or create difficult moments in parenting because we are very concerned with grades and homework in our society, and we're very concerned with success. And somehow in our minds and in society's minds, we've been told that To be successful, you have to have good grades. And to be successful, you also have to complete your homework because you cannot get the good grades without your homework. So when kids come home with homework, sometimes depending on where we're coming from, it can really ignite us. It can really be a place where we're worried. We're worried that our child isn't going to succeed. And if they don't succeed with their homework, and then if they don't succeed getting good grades, then somehow they will be a failure in life. And that would be one of the worst places where they could have a, a massive amounts of shame in our mind because we've equated success with these two things with the idea of grades and homework and the idea of a good job or a good paying job and how that depends on our schooling. And there's a lot of validity to that. And I, I believe, you know, that, that we still live in this society where, yeah, you, you likely should or could benefit from having good grades and going to a good school and completing your homework. But is it the end all be all? And are we willing to sacrifice the relationship that we have with our children to force them into doing homework and to force them into getting good grades. So I'm not saying homework isn't important, but if you really want to know, no one's asking, but if you really want to know, I don't like homework. I don't think that it proves any sort of intelligence. I also don't think it helps with necessarily learning because Likely most times it's just busy work. Nine times out of 10, it's a busy work or it's what a teacher will call 
or what society will say is a reinforcement. I'm reinforcing the skill that we learned in in school and I'm reinforcing at home. But does that translate to learning something better or being able to commit it to memory more? I'm not so sure that it does. If it's, you know, out of context and if a child's been, you know, at school for eight hours and working really hard and then you take them home and they get home and then they have to do more work in that same area, does it actually do more harm than good? So in my mind, I don't believe homework is valid, but I have kids in school and they do have to do their homework, but they do it on their own, you know, understanding that they want it completed of their own desire of their own intrinsic desire. They do their homework because they want to get the good grades. They want to be successful in school, not because I've forced them to do so. And we want that intrinsic motivation and that intrinsic motivation to do well, I believe is more important than actually doing well, especially if you're doing well and you're doing well only to please your parents or you're doing well because you've been forced to, because there is a consequence other than the natural ones of not getting good grades. There's a consequence of a punishment or there's a bribe or there's some sort of other motivating factor that doesn't come with inside of you. So I think that's what we really want to get to with homework and grades is that we want to give our children the responsibility of homework and grades. We want them to want it. And if they don't want it, then what does it really mean in life if you get straight A's? If you got straight A's because you were forced to, is that meaningful? And will that also create opportunities where kids will cheat or where kids will do the easy project in school because they know they can get the A on it as opposed to pushing them hard to learn some new material because they're not worried about the grade. And then that takes us all back to this idea of grades. Are grades really important and valid? And what do they do? And do they kind of skew learning so that kids are forced into getting the grade as opposed to viewing learning as an opportunity to actually find out new material? I feel like the grades really hinder us in being good learners or being explorative learners or enjoying our learning. They create an opportunity or they create a situation where kids don't really want to learn. They're just doing it to get the grade. And I see it a lot with my high school student that, you know, she's been in school a long time and it's tiring. And I don't think that she's necessarily happy in school. Do I wish I would have homeschooled her? Maybe might've been a better choice. I think I was too far in once I found this way to parent. And once I found this methodology, I was too far into the school system. And back then, you know, she was really happy in school. She was, you know, first, second grade and she loved it. And she loved her teachers and she loved being with all the kids. But as time has gone on, she's found school to be quite a burden and she does well and she gets good grades and I don't harp on her. I don't ask her about her homework. I don't look at her grades. I don't look at the report cards. I don't really look at anything because it's hers and she navigates her own tests and she navigates if she needs a tutor or not. And she really kind of does it all and she gets really good grades and, but she's stressed. She's very stressed because she's trying to complete all the tasks just to give the tasks and the completed work to her teachers. She's not really doing it because she's, you know, happy about it or because she is excited about the learning. Now there's some things she gets excited about, but it's very few and far between. And I, 
I feel sad for the state of high school kids in, in this country, and I wish it were different, but it's not. Want to stop yelling? Take my online on-demand workshop course, The Yelling Cure. This course, formerly known as How to Stop Yelling, is out at a very discounted price of $19.99. Learn my three-pronged approach to eliminating yelling from your parenting for good. Head to the show notes and click the link and get started today. So here are some practical tips that I think you can use around homework and grades. If you have a child who doesn't want to do their homework or they're really pushing back on the homework, take a step away from it. Let them decide when they want to do their homework. When they come home from school, and you can start this early, 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 first, second grade, you can say to them, so it sounds like you have homework tonight. When do you want to do your homework? And let them come up with a plan as to when they want to do it. Because if we're saying you have to do your homework in order to play, that's a bribe. Now we're using the playtime as the carrot. We're using it to get the homework done. And if we use it to get the homework done, how is the homework completed? Is the homework completed with the most care? Is it been given a lot of time? Do they really do it like they should do it? Or are they just rushing through it so that they can play? And where have we put the importance? Have we put the importance on the homework or have we put the importance on the playtime? And I believe the playtime becomes more important because it's the thing that we're trying so hard to get to and we're using homework to get there. So let your child decide when they want to do the homework. Well, lots of parents will say to me, well, they'll never do it. Well, if they never do their homework, can we allow the natural consequence to be the natural consequence? What's the natural consequence? That your teacher's going to be upset with you, that you're going to get a zero on your assignment and that you're going to might feel embarrassed when you go to school and you don't have your homework. Those are all lovely natural consequences that you do not need to get involved in. Is it okay if they get a zero? Will you tell me, is it okay if they get a zero? Is it the end of the world if they don't turn their homework in a few times? Is this at first and second grade, or even if you have a high school student, is this a better opportunity to learn about responsibility than when they, let's say they go to work? And they don't want to do their work. And now they don't have you telling them to do so. And so they start skipping work. If you forced a child to do something, have you given them the opportunity to learn what it feels like when they don't? So I really think that if you have a child who says, I'm not going to do my homework, I'm just not going to turn it in, that this is actually an incredible learning experience and that they should experience not turning it in once or twice or a few times, because I'll tell you what, It doesn't feel good. Pia was like this. She didn't want to do her homework. So she just didn't do her homework. And she got a zero. And she came home the next day or a few days later. And I said, oh, you have homework? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, you're going to do it? She said, yeah, because I didn't do it. And um, Mrs. So-and-so got really upset with me. Okay. How did it feel? Didn't feel good. All right. Well, sounds like you've got it all figured out. And so Not that it will happen that easily or that quickly for all kids, but it is a good opportunity to learn. Now, what about grades? Let's talk about grades. I don't look at my kids' grades. I mean, some people are going to think I'm crazy for that maybe, but I don't look at their report cards unless we have a parent-teacher conference. I don't look at their you know, online grading systems. I don't look if they have missing assignments. I don't look at any of it. And I trust my kids. I trust that they are getting the grades that they want to get. 
and they both do really well in school. And I don't have to monitor it because I've given it to them. And I've said, these are your grades. This is your school. This is your schoolwork. Now you decide what you want and what you want out of life. Now, Esme will tell you she's just getting grades to get into college, which is a sad state of affairs. And Pia will tell you that she's getting grades because she wants to get on the honor roll because in her school, it's a very coveted prize to be be on the honor roll. And these are all, you know, external motivators that I'm not involved in. So I don't feel as if I'm damaging the relationship I share with my children because I'm not forcing them to do well. I'm not saying, well, you know, you get $100 for every A or, you know, you can't go out with your friends unless you have a 3.5 or whatever it is. I am not choosing to put grades in between my children and I. It's just not worth it to me. And if they showed up with poor grades, maybe we'd have to reevaluate things, but I definitely wouldn't be bribing them or, or giving them consequences or otherwise shaming them. Now, if a child isn't doing well, it's a conversation. We're saying to, to our child, what's happening? It looks like you're not doing well in math. You, you got a C in math. How do you feel about it? Why do you think you have the C? Looks like you haven't turned assignments in. What's going on? It's a conversation. How can we help this child then do better? It's a conversation with the teacher. A lot of schools like to say, well, your child's not doing well in math. And what are you going to do about it? Well, what are we going to do about it as a community? The teacher, the parent, the kid, the counselor, like whoever's involved. What can we do to help this child? Is the homework irrelevant? Is it too hard? Is it too easy? Are they in the right class? Are they, do they have the right support to be able to do the work. There's a lot of questions to be asked around education. And I think when we just punish and or we bribe, we cut off these conversations that are, could be really important around our child's education. So going back to the idea of grades and homework, I don't think they're necessarily that important, but I do think they're part of our society. And if our kids are in public or private school, that they're dealing with grades and homework all the time. And it's, it can be a very sticky point between parents and kids. And so if you can loosen up around the way you feel about grades and the way you feel about homework, and you can loosen up about school and you can try to give the onus to your children, you're really going to improve the relationship and the interactions that you have with your kids because you won't be constantly asking about grades and constantly asking about homework and reminding and nagging and bugging because that's no way to live in a house with somebody. And it can be feel very arduous as you try to move through this educational process because this is going on for years. Your kids are going to be in school likely for many, many years. And so if you can get to a place where you're giving it over to them and trusting them to take care of it, it feels so much better for everybody. So I hope this podcast was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me on the Peace and Parenting podcast. If you have any questions about anything, you can always email me at michelle at peaceandparentingla.com. I'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.